I believe I have three things that I'm supposed to do as the CEO of my family. I am to love, I'm to encourage, and I am to empower. Meaning that every opportunity that I get on a daily basis to spend time with my wife, with my kids, I want to take that opportunity to empower them. Welcome to The Champion Life with Kurt Tucker. My purpose is to love, encourage, and empower you to become the champion leader God created you to be and live what I like to call the champion life. A life of abundance, freedom, and victory where you, my friend, are winning in every area of your life. Your faith, your family, your fitness, and your finances. I'm your host, Kurt Tucker. Let's have some fun. Alrighty, champions, welcome back to another episode of the Champion Life Podcast. I'm your host, Kurt Tucker. I'm excited to get rocking and rolling with you today, friends, because I have something, a message that as I was sitting there thinking about what do I want my next episode to be, I thought of this, the CEO. See, I know a lot of my listeners, you guys are business professionals. You guys are trying to go next level in your life in a lot of different areas. But one of the things that I think that is so important is that we understand the significance of the role of being a mom or a dad. So this episode, I believe, is going to empower a lot of men and women out there that are husbands, fathers, wives, moms. And so I titled this message, the CEO, meaning not the CEO that many of us think about, especially in the world of business, you know, the chief executive officer, right? That's the role that we have to play when we are the leader of our business, when we are in charge of all the different things that we are in charge of to make a business grow, where we we wear all the hats, right? You know, we are in charge of marketing, sales, fulfillment, operations, all those different things. You know, maybe you lead a ministry. You know, here's one thing that I firmly believe is that our number one role, our number one greatest stewardship, if you will, is our family, right? It is our kids. And so CEO, what I'm going to talk today about is not the CEO that you're thinking of, maybe. It is the CEO of your family and what I like to call the chief encouragement officer, See, what I believe is that when we begin to understand the significance, the importance, especially for us men, us husbands, of our role of the leader in our home, that's when we can begin to start truly having significant impact. Because really, at the end of the day, everything starts at the house. You know, one of the things that when I begin to speak with different men, whether it's in my coaching business, it's in my church and the leadership group that I lead on Wednesday mornings, if it's just other entrepreneurs that I do business with, you know, many times when they're sharing struggles with me, one of the things that I'll ask them is, hey, listen, can I have permission to ask you a question? And they'll say yes. And I'll say, how's things at home? How's things behind your four walls? Meaning, tell me about your marriage. Tell me about your relationship with your kids. And many times they'll begin to share, you know, I've been working so hard in my business. I've been trying to get this thing to the next level, putting in 60, 70 hours a week, leaving early, 
getting home late and my marriage is struggling. And I'll say, well, tell me more about that. And they'll begin to share with me. And I'll say, when's the last time that you had a date night with your wife? When's the last time that you just came home and spent some time with your family and you weren't worried about the next business call that you had to make or you know the things that you had to do? And see, one of the things that I believe is that success without fulfillment, friends, is the ultimate failure. See, it's when we're able to slow down that we can speed up. It's when we're able to begin to start looking at the different things in our life and begin to start asking ourselves the questions, what do we really want? What do I want out of this thing called life? See, for me, friends, you know, what I'm striving for is for peace. You'll hear me say all the time that I believe that peace is far more valuable than any amount of money that you could put in my bank account. Now, I got nothing wrong with money in a bank account, but what I mean is that if you go out and you make a million dollars, and at the end of the day, your marriage ends, your kids don't know who you are, you have no peace, you have no joy, you have no fulfillment, that would be failure. So today on this episode, what I want to do is I want to talk with you about two or three things that I've noticed have made a huge difference in my own life and my marriage with my kids and a lot of other men, a lot of other families that I see that I would define as having a successful family life. See, men, for us, we are the CEO of our family. We are called to be that chief encouragement officer. We are that person that needs to speak life into our family. We are that person that needs to be able to look at the man in the mirror and speak life into ourselves. You know, one of the things that I talk about is my morning routine a lot. And one of those things that's a part of my morning routine that I know that I need every single day, especially to start my day, is to walk in front of the mirror as soon as I wake up in the morning and to look at myself in the eyes and put my hand on my heart and say, good morning, Kurt Tucker. I love you. You're a champion. See, I believe that we have to learn how to speak life. It says in Proverbs that in 1821 that, you know, the tongue has the power of life and death, that what we speak about, we will bring about the words that are coming out of our mouth on a daily basis. You know, that's the reason why my number one principle that I want to talk about today is the power of prayer. Now, hang with me here for a second, okay? You know, a lot of people, when we mention the word prayer, especially if maybe you're not a believer, you might want to duck out right now. But can I encourage you to understand that prayer is nothing more than a communication between us and our Heavenly Father, our Creator. And see, when we begin to understand that prayer is not our last resort, but it should be our first response, and that we can have a relationship through prayer, that becomes powerful. And so when we begin to start praying over our spouse, okay, words of encouragement, and maybe this could mean just while you're laying in bed before you get up in the morning and men to just put your hand over on your wife. I like to do this. I just like to put my hand on Rachel while she's sleeping and just pray a prayer. And I've got this prayer in my book. And a lot of times this prayer is a simple prayer, guys. It's not nothing crazy. It's just simply praying for favor over my wife. It's simply, Lord, I pray that you would bless my wife, that you would have favor over her, that you would do three things. You would protect her, 
You a director and even corrector. And that's it, guys. Protector, director, and corrector. Why would I want protection over my wife's life? Why well, know that there's going to be things that are going to try to come against her? There's an enemy out there that wants to steal, kill, and destroy. Men, there's, there's different things that we see happen in the workplace with affairs, right? You know, I want my wife to be protected, okay? I want her to be directed because there's so many opportunities. There's so many different things that are coming into our path, especially as you grow and influence friends and you grow. There's going to be opportunities that are going to come your way that you're going to have to be able to say no to. And I want God to be directing her on a daily basis to help her navigate through those different decisions that she has to make. And I want her to be praying those same things for me. And I also want to be praying these same things over my children. So when I say prayer, it's not only that I'm praying for my wife, but also before our kids in the Tucker house leave every single morning at about 740, our kids are juniors in high school right now. And I know that I might not have this opportunity for much longer, right? You know, next year, our kids are going to graduate. And it's crazy to even think of that, to be 41 years young and to think that next year, my kids are going to graduate. They're going to go off into the world and I'm trying to do my best to prepare them. And so every day before they leave, friends, we just come together as a family and we pray and I lead that prayer. And so can I encourage you today, especially husbands, fathers, leaders of our home, take a second to lead your family in prayer. It can be so powerful. Love. That's the second thing that I want to talk about in this quick podcast today. It's not going to be a long one, so stay here with me. You know, kids spell love, T-I-M-E. Can I share a story with you? I remember in the early years when I was super busy and I was pursuing business, no different than I am still today, but I remember that even while I was spending time with my kids, maybe it was being out back throwing baseball in the backyard or pitching Carson batting practice or spending time doing stuff with my daughter. Even though I was there physically, I wasn't there mentally. Meaning as I was sitting there physically throwing a baseball or spending some time with my daughter or whatever, my mind was somewhere else. It could be you coming home from work and you're sitting there with your wife on the couch and you're watching a show, but really your mind is somewhere else. Or men, do you ever struggle with this? You're having a conversation with your spouse and she's telling you about her day. And the next thing you know, your mind is wandering off thinking about how you're going to close that next deal. Maybe how are you going to pay for you know this next bill that you have coming up or an investment you're trying to make or you know whatever it is. See, we have to have the ability to be present. You know, I heard a gentleman say one time, you know, to be where your feet are, meaning wherever you are physically, wherever your feet are planted, be there mentally, especially when it comes to your family. See, sometimes it's not all about the words that we speak, but it's about our attitude. It's about our emotions. It's about our body language. See, body language is the greatest percentage of human communication. It said that 7% of communication is the words that we speak. 38% is our voice tone, our inflection, and things of that nature, okay? But check this out. 
55% of communication is body language. Just simply being where your feet are, being present, looking at your kids in the eyes, your spouse in the eyes, while you're communicating, letting them know, I'm here, I'm with you. See, I said something the other day on a post that I made on a, on a Facebook post after my wife and I had a real hard week a couple weeks ago. She was dealing with some things and just like the normal, you know, alpha male, you know, we like to fix things, don't we men? You know, we want to get to the solution. We want to help you know, at whatever manner when there's a problem. And so when our wives many times will come to us and they'll share their problem, we immediately want to fix it. And she was dealing with some things. And, you know, here is the the lesson that I learned is that in that time, what she wanted was really two things. She wanted to be hugged and she wanted to be held. That's it. She didn't want me to give her a solution to fix the problem. She didn't want me to tell her how I thought she should feel about the situation. She certainly didn't want me to tell her to suck it up, right? Men never do that. But what she really wanted was for me to just listen. She wanted me to just hold her and tell her, hey, listen, I'm here for you. See, it's our number one job as the CEO to be the protector of our family, right? Many times, yes, we are to be the provider financially, but before there is the financial component, there is the emotional component, there's the mental component. And see, what I've learned over the years and as I've studied other highly successful you know, men, especially those who are living what I like to call the champion life, there's something significantly different about the way that they interact with their family. They're more present. And so this is something that I'm learning to become better at every single day. And trust me, I fail. One of the things that I've just began to do lately is when I come home from the office at five o'clock, that's my goal to be home every single day by five, okay, is to go ahead and either leave my phone in the car or to just put it on airplane mode from five to six. See, you know, in my line of work and, and business, we have clients all over the place. So when I come home at five o'clock on the East Coast, it's two o'clock on the West Coast. Those people are just in the middle of their day. And what I've had to learn is as the CEO of my family, which is the most important role before being the CEO of my businesses, is that I need to be fully focused with my family, that that is going to set me up for success. And so I've had to learn this through trial and error. I've had to learn through this with what I would call failure, but remember that there's no such thing as failure. There's only feedback. We're going to either win or we're going to learn. And as my wife says, the definition of insanity, we've always heard it, right? It's to keep doing the same thing, but expecting a different result. So after I realized my wife was getting mad at me all the time because I was coming home and I wasn't focused on the family, I said, listen, something's got to change. And so when we understand our role as the CEO of our family, first and foremost, I believe that now when we get that area of our life on a firm foundation, all right, now we have the ability to go out and produce as the entrepreneur, as the CEO of our business and things of that nature. And the last thing that I want to talk to you about today on this quick episode is the power to empower. 
Meaning, I believe I have three things that I'm supposed to do as the CEO of my family. I am to love, I'm to encourage, and I am to empower. Meaning that, you know, every opportunity that I get on a daily basis to spend time with my wife, with my kids, you know, I want to take that opportunity to empower them. See, one of the things that I do in my fitness business at my gyms is we do what's called weekly check-ins, okay? It's an opportunity one hour a week where anybody in our program on a Saturday morning can come and do a check-in. They'll come in, they'll get weighed, we'll look at their nutrition for them, are there any adjustments that need to be made, any modifications, you know? And most importantly, the one reason that I like to have these weekly check-ins and my coaches understand this is it's an opportunity to empower them. See, many of our clients are women and I understand that, man, they can work so hard on their fitness that week. They're doing everything right. They're working out, they're eating right. They're doing all these different things. And then next thing you know, that week, maybe they step on the scale and the scale wasn't so friendly. And One of the things that we teach our women is that, hey, the scale is just the scale, right? But I understand the power of empowering them and understanding they need a message of encouragement to keep going. We all need that. We all need encouraged. We all need empowered. And so I want to take those opportunities to empower my wife, to empower my kids, to empower myself, just like every single morning. And so those opportunities come through being scheduled friends. You know, I've heard it said that if it's on your calendar, it's important. And if it's important, it's going to be on your calendar. See, many times in business, we understand that production is going to come from things being on your calendar. All right. That when we look at our work week, we're we need to have certain things on there. Well, more importantly than that is we need to have those things scheduled like our morning time, like date nights with our wives like opportunities to spend even five or 10 minutes with our kids, asking them what their goals are, what's going on in their life, getting into their world, no matter what their ages are, whether they're five, whether they're 10, whether they're 17 and 16, like my youngest kids are. But it's when we schedule those things that all of a sudden now it's like, wow, I am making time to empower the people that are most important in my life and in your life, your family, your kids. See, I know that typically I never miss a meeting, right? I never miss a business meeting if it's a Zoom call, if it's an interview, if it's a whatever. And so we have to begin to start scheduling things as if they were even more important than a business meeting, than a sales call, than a work, you know, thing that you have to do for your job is taking time to look at your week on, say, a Sunday evening and say, hey, what are when's my date night this week with my spouse? You know, when's the time that I'm sitting down with my kids? That's the reason why we try to be so structured in the Tucker house where, you know, every morning at, you know, 6.45, Rachel and I come together to have our time. And then at 7.40 before the kids leave, it's like, hey, listen, we're coming together. We're praying as a family. What's our date night this week? Okay, Wednesday night, doesn't matter. Whatever comes up, somebody asks us to do something, sorry, can't do it on that night. That's Rachel and I's night. So can I encourage you, especially my husbands out there, okay, is take a second today, 
Look at your life, look at your goals, look at your family and decide where do you want to level up this week in your marriage with your kids, you know, because this will have a significant impact on your career, on your business, on all those different things that are happening in your life. I know it's made a huge difference for me. I know it's made a huge difference for a lot of other men that when we talk about these things, it's like, wow. So remember this, kids spell love, T-I-M-E. And I never want to look back on my life. It's one of the things I'm so grateful and so thankful for is that my original mentor shared these certain things with me. Hey, Kurt, get your priorities right, right? You know, many times we think about business, but we got to have those priorities right. For me, that was God, then family, then business. So today, friends, I hope this episode has helped you, maybe given you a couple ideas of how you can begin to start creating that firm foundation and being the CEO for your family, that chief encouragement officer. We'll see you on the next episode. And until then, God bless. Thank you so much for listening to the Champion Life Podcast. I hope that you learned a thing or two that can help you create the champion life that you desire and that God has for you. Now, before you go, I have one ask. If this episode resonated with you in any way, I want to hear about it. Please shoot me a personal message on Facebook at Kurt Tucker or Instagram at Kurt D. Tucker. Stay tuned for the next episode, my friend. And as always, keep growing and keep going.